everyone. Welcome to issue number 90. Woo! Yeah! All 90! 90! Kinda. Of the Bad Cat Fucking Podcast. Uh, if you're wondering where the where I am, I'm actually... It's a game of Where's Waldo. <laughs> so you have to find where I am in the scene. Pay no somewhere. attention to the man behind... I am the exact the same color as the wall. So it'd be very hard to find. Mm-hmm. So I would call him the chameleon. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes I even will teleport, maybe I teleport over to uh, to our special guest. Anyways, before we go slashing into Hugh Jackman's final performance as the infamous mutant, the Wolverine, let's see who's joining us this week. As always, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. That's like a mirage! Doc Chris. What? Jay's Mac. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Here's number 90. We made it. We're still alive. We're still here. We're still here. Pre-Pax East 2017. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and welcome back from the Secrets of the Sire, the one, the only, the Mr. Mike Dolce. Mike, good to see you. Yeah! Yeah. Th- thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that everyone knows who everyone is, let's just dive head first. We're not going to do that intro monologue thing. This is such an exciting movie. Hugh Jackman's bow out performance, potentially, unless, you know, the whole the uh, Avengers Wolverine team up kind of thing happens. Um, his final performance as Wolverine. My God. Let's 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 Ugh. just jump into you know what let's jump into what we usually do with movies. Uh, impressions going into this movie. Uh, let's start with Mike. Let's start with our guest. I don't care about you guys. Let's start with our, our wonderful <laughs> guest here. Fuck you, man. <laughs> 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 wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Mike, uh, opening impressions going into this movie. I mean, just having read the Twitter feeds and everyone's like just going kind of bonanza over everything, right? Like, I mean, when the, um, you know, when the reviews were finally like, you know, the embargo was lifted, this and that, it was like, well, this is going to be great. So, um, so there's a lot of pressure actually going in, I, but I was expecting a great movie and, and, I, and I came away very satisfied. So, you know, the, uh, the reviews were right. Nice. Bold statements coming from Mike. Reviews were right. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyone else? Uh, Sir, what about you? And it's crazy too because every critic always counts this out as, oh, okay, superhero movie, yeah. comic book movie. How good will this be? I remember before the movie came out, there's a lot of different outlets who were like, how good would this be really? We can all count on Hugh Jackman to give a really good performance. But as an X-Men movie coming from 20th Century Fox, those haven't really been the best. But they got the right people for production, for for editing, for the best director, and of course the best leading man. And uh, and that girl, I keep forgetting her name, but she was incredible. So going into this thing, um, you were kind of skeptical, but at the same time, that trailer I think really sold it home that this was something different. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Dave, what about you, my friend? What impressions going in? So I try to keep them as. Lowest humanly possible. I want to go in there. No, like I went there because I want. I didn't want it to be like another like X Men Apocalypse where I like had high hopes oh. for it. Then I went in and I just wanted to like you know hurry, hurry. <laughs> so basically, I yeah, I just kept it really, really low. Like this is gonna be stupid. Hugh Jackman's not gonna do a good job. This is gonna be really bad, and it just was not that at all. It was really, really good. Yeah. Especially when you mentioned Apocalypse. I mean, someone in Hollywood got paid to write a and, and I keep going back to this. Someone got paid to say, an Apocalypse will put his hand on a TV and say that he's learning. Cut to satellite dish. 
I will say this, I believe though. I heard I that actually some interns wrote that script. Like a, a, Wow. So my, my inside sources said that it was like the, the, the guys who supposedly wrote the script were like too busy. So they kind of just handed it to a bunch of the interns. Whoa. What? Yeah. Holy crap. Interns? I mean, very cool for the interns. Like, mom, you will not guess what I'm doing. <laughs> You will not guess what I'm doing right now. So like assistants or interns yeah. or, whatever, yeah. or whatever the case. The people who actually were credited with writing the script didn't really write the majority of that script. He's a deal. And, and it showed. So, yeah, he's like, he's like, Mom, guess what I wrote? And she saw it and she's just like, you're no son of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're no son of mine. You wrote learning. <laughs> not not that we're talking about X-Men Apocalypse, but ironically, I just saw it this weekend because I had no desire to see it whatsoever. And eventually it came. Yeah. And you were right. I'm so, so sorry. I was like, hey, all right, I'll watch it now. And um, I just, my one thought was like, why do they have to make X-Men bad guys? Like, why couldn't they actually have like legit bad guys? Like, why did you, why are they like, let's make Angel a bad guy. Let's make yeah. Psylocke yeah. a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Because you know what it was? They, they, so they saw was, Civil War and they were like, we need to do that. Problems. Yeah. I mean, like, in all, like, like Angel, like, it's fine because he turns into Archangel, right? In the comics, it's sure. fine. But like, yeah, Psylocke, like, well, come on. Just like Magneto. Like, like, Magneto's like a bad guy. He's not a horseman of the apocalypse. Like, it was so... So you would never join but you know what's yeah. not stupid? Logan. And the Segway Award goes to... Hey, thank you, thank you. Oh, oh guys, it's it's nice. It's gold. It's, it's great. It's it too, bad, too bad that the ch like chat can't see this. This is a wonderful I award. I was just going to say, you. you're holding it like you're doing these hand gestures. I know. My pantomiming is a very good gestures. There you go. They're great. Yeah. gestures. So I think we we can all agree that going into it, um, there were high hopes that we, we were trying to like, you know, squash to not ruin the hype as things for me to commonly get overhyped and then you watch it and you're like like Lego Batman is a prime example. Um, I, I was that. not a fan. If you listen to the past bra uh, the past podcast, it was like just not for me. And I think it was because everyone's like it's the best Batman movie ever, and it's mm. true. But like, <laughs> like that's not saying much. Right? Yeah, but there's like, so much hate for this Lego Batman, Batman movie. It was great, minus the whole, you know, minus the whole. Minus the, uh, mm. Oh come on. Anyways, anyways. Um, so, kind of Logan going into it, we we saw a lot of changes kind of happen. Right, this took place what like. It was supposed to be 15... 2029. 2029. 2029. So uh, 12 years in the future. 12 years. Um, we see quite a different Professor Xavier than what we're used to. <laughs> and for me, though, that was a little bit jarring at first. Guys, what was your impression of the ruder cruder Patrick Stewart oh. as Professor X? So, obviously, we can like, guess he's going through Alzheimer's or something like that. Something like really debilitating to yeah. a person like him. So, if we're seeing him from being that... Even though know, he's a man in a wheelchair, he's always sitting up nice and like with good posture and he seems like a leader to now he just looks like a feebled old man. Like he is becoming an old man. That's basically what it is. And just it was like a weird seeing him that way and weird hearing him swear. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. That was weird. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, I, 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 I felt like I was watching podcast. Patrick Stewart more than I was watching yeah. Professor Stewart. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? It's very Patrick Stewart. Professor X, which is wonderful because I love Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, it took a little getting used to, you know, like when he when he's first kind of doing it. And the big thing for me was when he called Logan a failure. Yeah, right? yeah, sorry, disappointment. That mm -hmm. was just like he would never say that. Like I, I don't know. If, I mean, sure, he's like losing his mind, and like you have to kind of keep that into consideration. And people who lose their mind do commonly say things 
they wouldn't normally do, well, yeah, which could add a layer. that disease, like, in such a strong picture, right? Because yeah. that is exactly what you're saying. Like, the people that never surprise you with the things that they say, right, are the ones who surprise you the most when they start to lose their faculties, right? So yeah. when he's looking at Logan, he's like, you're such a fucking failure. Yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, I laughed because I was, you know, uncomfortable. Because he's like, <laughs> 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 But then I was like, oh, fuck, I know what's happening. Like, this, this isn't cool, but yeah. definitely yeah. like a... It's one of those things that it definitely like takes you back, right? You're just like, whoa, he wouldn't, and you're like, oh, but you never seen that. <laughs> not really. Then, yeah, Mike, you were, you were you were saying that uh, it was more Patrick Stewart than Professor X. Now, that, did you feel that way the entire movie while you're watching it? Did it really detract from his performance, or, or like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think I think by the end of the movie, no, but at the same time, I think the fact that you have like James McAvoy simultaneously playing Professor X, and then you have you know Patrick Stewart mm. now back as Professor X. Um, and you know it's not the same actor, um, you know that. Like, like think about it. Like when you have an actor replace another actor, it's generally that actor is gone from the series or dead or something like that. Right. And we actually have two simultaneous, you know, actors or or, or two actors playing the simultaneous roles. So there, there's maybe there's just a little bit uh, jarring difference there. You know, where you have Hugh Jackman is Hugh Jackman is Wolverine the entire time. Right. You know, yeah. there's no and there's no going back and forth. So. Um, it didn't. It didn't detract. I mean, it definitely was very jarring at first to see, you know, Professor X being like my, you know, one hundred and two year old aunt that I visit in the nursing home. <laughs> he's, he's ninety in this movie, or supposed to be in his nineties, so it makes sense. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it, it's really weird to have him be like, you know, go from being like Professor X to like Grandpa Simpson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> old man yells at cloud. Yeah. Let, uh, let, let, let that become a meme by the way <laughs> let that become a meme um, I think one of the things that kind of helped me um, kind of overcome that whole first gut shock was the fact that it is two different actors playing Professor X and I kind of thought about um, James McAvoy and how he portrays Professor X uh, specifically I believe uh, it was Days of Future Past where you kind of see him like drunken stumbling around yeah. and you yeah. know, that is more akin to what we saw uh, Patrick Stewart doing in Logan. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I was like, okay, they're kind of merging the things, I guess. It's like, all right, let's, let's fine. Set that That's up. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, little, nice little setup, nice little callback, uh, which is really right. cool. Um, last week, we had read uh, Old Man Logan. And I, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people uh, at work or just kind of random friends who are not as big into. into the comics, but more so into the movies, were kind of like, well, it's based off of Old Man Logan, right? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I want to do a little bit of a round table. Uh, I want you to, to pick out, um, if to one friend saying that, I want you to tell them what is so different about Old Man Logan into Logan. Oh. We're going to go around table. We're going to start with um, Mike. So, like, what uh, is like, not in there? Like, what's a big difference? I mean, the original Old Man Logan series was almost a, I mean, it was really like a what if. So, I mean, the entire, uh, it's not the same. I mean, it's just, it just isn't. Like, you know, there's there's not even like one thing you can particularly say. I mean, it, you know, Millar had kind of envisioned this entire, entirely different thing. But uh, we actually kind of talked about it on our show too yesterday was, you know, 
Um, did we kind of waste three hours watching this movie too? Because it is like, I mean, it, it, it might not ever actually really happen. And does it kind of like nullify everything? I know it's not the question you asked, but that's it, actually that's but a that's, very good question. I mean, that's a better question. That's a better question. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Um, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate tale yeah. of Elseworlds, right? Like, is, is any Elseworld tale or alternate reality worth reading? Um, or should you just not? I mean, it's just a good story, right? right? Like, like Superman, like Red Sun. Old Man Logan. Yeah, yeah, the original Old Man Logan. Like, I mean, I had no interest in it because to me, it was like, you know, Punisher kills the Marvel Universe or something like yeah, that, sure. where you're like, okay, ha ha ha, it actually happened. And uh, you know, the fact that it takes place in the future, but the fact that we already know that they can just rewrite the future and rewrite the present, and um, you know, you know, using the tropes of Days of Future's Past. You know, I just, I just took it as. This is just an older Logan, not old man Logan. That's fair. That's actually that's mm. very well put. Wow. I was just gonna say there's no Hulk. But yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's family. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. sorely missed out on that. No giant T Rex symbiote. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Sorry. They wanted the head for one thing. They couldn't give it to me. But it, it's interesting too that like a, like a lot of people are drawing this comparison, and you see like you know some comic book shop being like. This book based on the thing, and you're just like, well, not really. Well, it's because he's got gray hair. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> like, there's like three similarities. There's still a road trip. There's still a road trip. There's a road trip, right? Right. Um, the name Logan is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> and he's old. Yeah. Well, there's there's still a few more. Like there's um that there's basically he has an old a companion, you know, Professor X and the and the old man Logan. It was Hawkeye, and also there's no mutants. But there were mutants. Like there are genetically engineered mutants, but they, were, mutants. but they made the same compare. He said the exact same thing they said in old in old man Logan, where yeah, it's sure. like, you know, we're not the next stage of evolution. That's we're true. just a blip in like the radar, pretty much. That's very true. So there's a few, there's very tiny things they took from it, but not any of the story. Just like small little like little right. parts. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Uh, moving on is a recasting already of Caliban. For those of you who are unaware, uh, that was Wheatley right. from Portal 2 fame. Or um, Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Yeah. What, what was that show, HBO show? Was on? Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies, HBO fan. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so funny. Uh, it took me a while to realize who that was. I was like, that yeah. looks like it wouldn't be. I would have. No, that's him. I am wrong. It is him. Well, he's also mm -hmm. like six foot seven. Yeah. yeah. So. He's tall, dude. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you guys think of uh, Stephen Merchant's portrayal as Caliban? I liked it. I mean, I don't know enough about the character yeah. to really say like it was good or bad. Yeah. You know, that was my first interaction with the character. It's your second. How many diehard? It's how my many diehard Caliban fans? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You'd be surprised, baby. So uh, yeah, there's, no, there's that one guy in chat now. We see him before. Yeah, uh, we saw him in um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. When yeah, he was the CD underbelly dude who. Um, yeah, when uh, Mystique. Him. When uh, no, no, Mystique. Right. When um, when. Oh my god. Uh, when when Olivia yeah. Munn comes out of Psylocke, she's like, is everything cool out here? He's like, it's fun. Caliban can handle all this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a very forgettable movie. Yeah, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm guessing everyone likes Stephen Merchant's version better because right. no one else can remember the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, no one wants to remember Apocalypse anyway. That's what he was in, in, in yeah. Age of Apocalypse. That's exactly what he was. He's like a slave trader, like the entire time. Yeah. Uh, 
was like, I'm German. I'm so German. <laughs> I really want to forget that movie, but I can't no matter how hard I try. Yeah. Anyways, moving right along. Dude, the cinematography in this movie. Let's talk oh, about the Oh, my the God. The detail, the things like that. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked this up. Uh, and I was talking to um, one of the, the guys at work today about this as well. Not you, Jason. You're not one of the guys at work anymore. You're one of the guys on the podcast. Sure. Uh, but um, I noticed it like the, towards the end. But whenever like Professor X was about to have his little bit of seizure, they had a little bit of detail in the background that showed that it was kind of about to come. A little bit of foreshadowing. Really? Very neat. It was very faint, very Didn't nice little that. attention. Stuff like that. It was just the warping. It was just very faint well, in the background. The whole, the whole tone of the movie, though, right? Like, to me, I felt like I was watching a movie that could have come out in the 1980s. Mm, and I think, and I, yeah, and I say that yeah. in the utmost complimentary sense. Like, I felt like this could have been a movie. Um, I think somebody on my show yesterday said Mad Max. Like, oh, yeah. This could be like a Mad Max oh, movie. And, and just it had that cinematography. It had that pastel feeling the entire way through. And it was just, it was a gorgeous looking movie. And the tone was just set and just consistent throughout. It was just great. It was just that to me was 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 you know spot on. It was very Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More Last of Us than I thought it was gonna be. Dude, and that's yeah. not a bad. Thing. Dude, like Hugh Jackman, is yeah. he just like you know auditioning for the role of Joel next? Because he just oh, like, he's amazing. Awesome. These kind of movies, but he doesn't want to oh, be yeah. as in shape as he has to. Because really <laughs> so he can just be Joel. He's so live he... forever. Yeah, he's got to do like the Tom Brady diet when he's on these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, the overall tone of this movie was amazing. It kind of shows Hollywood. You don't need all the very like Transformers plasticky yeah. CGI f fest that happens on screen all the yeah. time. You can have the camera focused centrally on these characters. You can have nice wide shots that are you know like uh, Academy Award winning, and and it was great. We didn't need anything like in a, in Apocalypse where Magneto has all these like huge warping metal pieces around him. Just this big, huge blockbuster Summerfest cinematic thing to put in a trailer to get butts in seats. It was just shots of Hugh Jackman's face with the pain. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. when, when he's sitting in the room and like his claw won't come out all the way. So the camera's just on it. You see the bloody knuckles and it's just hanging there for a minute. And it cuts to his face even closer and closer every time it comes back. And it's just so beautiful. And like, uh, like Mike was saying, the, the pastel color of the movie and everything. I, yeah. I just think it was like really well thing. done. Like well, this you... is the second small story that Fox did, and both of them are like huge hits. I mean, you have yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool is a small little indie film. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what it was, right? And it mm -hmm. had some action, and it had some special effects. But for the most part, I mean, they even joke about the fact that there's only like three X-Men in it, and they can't afford anybody <laughs> else. You know? and, and this is the Wolverine movie. This is how they actually got the movie made, too. Like They had to convince Fox to like let them do this movie. Wow. And they're like, we'll do it really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll do it sure. really small. And they're like, yeah, sure, so go for it, cheap. That's what I heard. <laughs> this movie could have not. Well, it's only a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. you know, for them, that's a you know, Age of Apocalypse was like two hundred and fifty million, mm -hmm. I think, or two hundred million, something yeah, like yeah. that, like in the budget to actually do. So this is it's relatively cheap. Well, I, I think it's kind of like one of those misconceptions uh, that studio head execs have, where it's just like you know, throw as much money at it as you can, and you know, maybe we'll make Transformers money. Yeah, because it's a superhero movie. It needs all the big budget because we need, what, a lot of CGI or whatever? It's, it's basically people who don't know what they're doing anymore in Hollywood, like these older guys. I mean, I'm, I don't throw it out there. These older guys who don't know. They're like, oh, that X-Men thing? Not, oh, God, how much money do we need to throw in this thing? Okay, fine, go ahead, whatever. Jesus, and then... There's not an anymore. It's always been like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you, and you have Ryan Reynolds come like, along. We can do it for cheap. Okay, cool, make your thing. And then, uh, oh, that made a lot, a lot of money. 
Worldwide? Oh my god! I then... remember like where I read it, but um, so it was like the director was at, on an inter- during an interview. They asked him like the question they asked everyone: Is there going to be like a Blu-ray copy that has a director's cut? His exact response was: There was a director's cut. Yeah, it's on the screen. It's yeah. a fucking movie. You know, and it's just like straight, just like you know, I don't need, I don't need an excuse. It's good. You know. I think a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, I think um, the executives kind of don't understand why people like comic books. Um, and sure, sometimes it's those big events that are really exciting and they have crossovers, those are cool, but it's mostly about the, the characters, it's about the yeah. story. And I think that's what these um, these smaller budget superhero films get right. Right, like, like Deadpool was great, it was funny, it had a lot of the same um, themes and stuff as the comic book, but ultimately it's about like, a dude who was presumed dead and you know is trying through his own crazy wacky ass way to like, get his life back you know logan I is a story of a guy who's just trying to forget who he was just trying to move here, on and that's it here's the uh, an example of like hollywood executives though and, and this is a shameless plug for my show we <laughs> um, have a, a, a friend of mine coming on and uh he does. He's he actually did a lot of promotional shooting for Ghost in the Shell. He's so he wow, got, he got nice. to film Scarlett Johansson. He was out in Tokyo. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. But That's awesome. you know he's been trying to get his movies made for years, and he he actually climbed all the way to the top at Sony and got to like in the room at Sony. He was going to do this like Bermuda Triangle aliens, um, not not like alien aliens like uh like the you know the iconic um. 80s movie but like it was an alien themed extraterrestrial themed Bermuda Triangle horror movie and he had gotten all the way to the top and he just needed an okay from this like this, these executives and they came in and they're like you know we're really nervous about this being bad CGI and they're like can you make the villain a giant clam <laughs> wow they're like, no, we want to. He's like, he, he started laughing because he thought they were kidding, and they weren't kidding. And he actually ended up going back to the drawing table with with some of his art directors and trying to figure out how, how to make a giant clam. That's so terrible. It was supposed to be like, a, a, you know, these these that. sailors um, are out in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. They discover that the reason the Bermuda Triangle is the Bermuda Triangle is because an alien had crash landed there years ago, and and the ship was there, and there's supposed to be like these cool horror things, and oh. and these executives are like, no, that's that sucks. Make it a giant clam. What? And, no, and like it, that whole it, premise sounds amazing. Yeah, like yeah. I want right. to see that. Yes, exactly. Right, <laughs> but that's but that's how that's how the executives work. So they they took like a really cool premise and said we're really nervous about this make it something else that's just awful and and and, know, and, and it sounds up- and it sounds just like what, what kevin smith was talking about where he was trying to do the superman movie yeah. and and they were like oh can superman not fly and he was like oh no that's funny and they're like no 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 like can he not find this one <laughs> like, like there's, there's a youtube video of him like talking about it and then they eventually wanted to have uh, uh the main baddie be like a giant spider yeah, and he's right. yeah. Thanagarian snare. Beast. Thanag- Thanagarian snare beast is yeah. what he, was he what he called it, and eventually that didn't get made. But that giant spider thing went into the movie Wild Wild West. Oh no, that, 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 yeah, yeah. And then um, Kevin Smith wrote one of the episodes wow. of Supergirl uh, on this season, and they reference the Thanagarian snare beast. Sna- they called like, it yeah the Thanagarian snare beast. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. but yeah, and we can go on not, YouTube not and look at. Yeah, not to be a dead horse though either. I mean, the, the the Robert Kirkman famous story when they pitched Walking Dead to NBC and they're like, "We love everything about the show. Can it not be zombies?" <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. They literally said that to him. They're like, "Can can we we love everything? This show is great. No zombies." I would come back Can't with the premise of like kitchen nightmares. So like no, that <laughs> it's, a zombie. it's a zombie show. Now it, it's instead of zombies, what they wanted to be, or they they never said. 
Yeah, he, he, I, he never. I just read the interview with him. And he's like, yeah, that was that was like a famous meeting as to why clams. you know they wanted I did it, it to be I, right. clams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clams. Oh, clams! Somewhere, some executive in Hollywood exactly. really wants Fuck a clam clams. horror movie, the and he's trying to push it through every project. Someone is definitely <laughs> allergic to clams. And, you know, it's, it's scary too, but it explains so much of the things we see in Hollywood that we don't like. Right. It explains so much. And because it, it's just like, you need someone in there who knows what you're talking about. You need someone to okay things. I mean, look how great Civil War did. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think there are certain movies where the executives stand aside and let the people doing the projects do the projects. And that's where they come out so good the way they did it. Just like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. They let Ron Reynolds oh. and his team and the writers do what they needed to do. I mean, they, they did have to dial back a bit on stuff because like they work in the movie. Oh, I forgot my guns because they were running out of money and they right. couldn't really, they couldn't get more money. Right. They were like, no, you guys work with what you got. Yeah. And Ryan was like, shit, all right, let's rewrite some stuff. Well, that's but, also why yeah. the animated films do so well too, though. Oh and, my God, and we talked amazing. about that a yeah. couple weeks ago also. There, there's no meddling in the animated films. There, it's a very closed room. Mm-hmm. And Marvel Studios, it's one voice. It's, it's Kevin Feige. It's his mm-hmm. voice. He's leading everything and he's the one in charge. Sure. Um, and that's why it works as opposed to like the mess that DC's in. Oh uh, my God, you know, DC. Because yeah. they have 1,800 voices and they have studios wanting this and that. I mean, so Logan was untouched because it was a small movie. Deadpool was untouched because it was a small movie. And smaller movies, especially in the superhero genre now that we're so oversaturated with all these different superhero movies, it's like, yeah, just give us a give us. A, a, a small movie with a hero we can get behind mm-hmm. who has a mission who has a purpose has some put some obstacles in his way and, and and just and just let it be badass and let it let it you know do what it's supposed oh. to do and, and it did it so yeah. i can see it already like they're gonna somehow make a sequel to logan call it logan 2 like he's gonna somehow and he's gonna break he's gonna break out of the, he's gonna break out of the rock at the end and somehow he has like an adamantium like armor on his skin and they're gonna make it like Crap. I can see it already. It's like going to be a skeleton. Yeah. It's going to be his skeleton. That's all it's going to be. Voiced by Tom Hardy. And and it's going to be be thousands of years Mm. in the future. And then there's actually a purple cloth that's near him. And he puts it on, throws it on a hood. And somehow his torso is still intact. Uh, And then all of a sudden he gets attacked by a giant, blonde, uh, almost topless man. And that's how He-Man starts. (laughs) <laughs> he right turns into Skeletor. <laughs> just, just we're all on the same page here. He's talking about Skeletor. Skeletor. <laughs> Wolverine dies in, in uh, Logan and turns into Skeletor in the next years movie. In the a thousand years in the future. It, it's called, uh, you know, it's called solidifying your career, Serge. You can jump from from franchise <laughs> to franchise. Seventeen years in X Men. Maybe 17 more years in Skeletor as he meant. You don't know. Anyways, I thought they're gonna, I thought they're gonna ruin it by like uh, making it into like a rom com or something like that. Like Wolverine is now played by Zac Efron, and they get like Emma Stone or something and some silly Stop soundtrack. If you want it, I can save you. <laughs> Logan Part Two: Love Finds a Way. Yeah, coming next. Coming next fall to CBS or ABC. Written by the writers on the CW, which are terrible. All right, so um, <laughs> so we'll be right along. We have, we have a, a couple a couple of different questions in chat that I kind of want to read. Make it a little more interactive for everyone joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Funky live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> okay, that was wow. a little mouthful. Um, there you go. Um, did the storyline connect with the other installments? We kind of touched on this briefly. Um, this is kind of a standalone movie. Like, you could you could kind of, like, kind of... Thank God it's a standalone movie. Kind of, sort of. Like, so someone was saying, like, well, I don't understand because these future past happen. I don't understand where this fits into the whole thing. Which is, you know, it's fair because it's roughly a similar time frame, right? 
Um, were we'll you think in about the break room when someone was asking that, Jason, today? No, but I was just thinking that as we were going through, like, where the fuck is this yeah. Days of Future Past? Like, we'll think about it this way: Days of Future Past never happened. No, 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 no. Yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Like, Days of Future Past right. in twenty twenty three. Well, yeah. first of all, all X Men continuity in the movies is shit. <laughs> 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 Thank you for saying there that. is no continuity because Cyclops is suddenly living with like like a normal family. But meanwhile, like the Wolverine, not no, not Wolverine. No, sorry, Wolverine Origins, which I wish never happened. Oh god, like, he's yeah. like locked up in a cage somewhere, and so is Storm, I think, or something like that. And yeah, it's yeah. not like Wolverine rewrites that history somehow. So I, you know, but anyway, <laughs> Days of Future Past is 2023. This is supposed to be 2029. So just Days of Future Past never happened. Never happened. Okay. And we're all we'll better for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another another question in the chat. This is uh, slow underscore S four. What's going on, slow? Uh, what about Logan versus Fake Logan? How do you guys think that went? Uh, I think that they should have had a deeper fight scene. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Dave, I know you're, you're excited. I can see it. Um, for those of you who uh, haven't seen the movie, want to kind of get a little bit of backstory going on. Um, there's an X twenty four. X twenty four. We find out is like a clone slash frankenstein version of wolverine that's younger and not dying um that's kind of they sick upon wolverine professor x and x23 uh similar to the t1000 yeah yes um, great terminator reference hey <laughs> and that's uh, i'm done for the day thank you for tuning in uh dave what do you think about the scene so I did like it because it kind of like brought the animal factor of Logan like back to his roots. Like it looked yeah. like two wild dogs going at it. Sure. That's what I really liked about it. Yeah. Um, what I was hoping it would go to into, but I thought it would have been a bit too cheesy, so I'm almost glad they didn't, was even though like X-24 was like stronger and more powerful, Logan's been fighting his entire life. So that like skill alone would have given him a bit more of an advantage fighting like a monster. It had been, it would, it had been like, like his like tactile like – Advan- yeah, exactly. It's like he just knows how to he just knows how to fight. Yeah. So he would have like just dodged and weaved and done whatever. So I like that. But it does show the brutality of what Wolverine was. Mm. Wolverine was that animal, is that animal still, even as an old man, but mm. and I just I, I don't think it should have gone any deeper. It didn't need to. It was just two animals just going at it. Like I'm surprised they didn't start biting at each other's necks. Like like white rabbit dogs. Just, arr, arr, arr. It's not it's not that kind of movie, Dave. Huh? Oh. I'm go <laughs> Maybe it should have been. I don't know. But I mean, it, I'm going to go, go deeper with it, though. <laughs> Wasn't it? But I thought it was good. Like, I really liked how um, X23 jumped in and tried to help. You know, it just showed like how powerful like that yeah. version of Wolverine is. He wasn't enhanced. It was just Wolverine, young, in his prime. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say uh, to go deeper. I mean. It is it is Wolverine fighting himself. It's it's old man Logan fighting you know his younger version. It's it's I mean, that's him fighting time in a way, right? Oh, I mean man. him being replaced. Mm. So to me that was you know quote unquote you know deeper. I mean it was a, it was mm. it was a pivotal deep scene in the, in the movie, and it had a lot of I mean a lot of the movie had a lot of scenes like that where you're, you mm. where you sit there and go like oh this is you know this is not you know I'm trying to think of some cheesy. I'll just go back to X Men Apocalypse. It's not like, <laughs> like you know, like they're actually they're actually putting thought into what this means. I mean, because X twenty four could have been anybody, right? Could have been yeah, Sabretooth. Yeah. It could have been you know, uh, you know, pick pick an X Men villain, and it could have been just a cheesy like, okay, Wolverine's got to fight this new villain. It's no, it's Wolverine's got to fight himself. Wolverine is staring at his mortality essentially, like he's looking at what he was, and he has to fight that. So, hmm. see, I I was disappointed. This is the only part of the movie that I was disappointed with. Um, and I would have oh, the only 
okay. Uh oh. Well, I mean, like, I mean, there's there's a couple things <laughs> that were like very minor, but this is the the main one that kind of sticks with me, right? With with Logan, where I'm just kind of like, yeah, like it was. I just was underwhelmed. Um, this would have been a a great time to recast Wolverine if they were going to do that. A younger Wolverine, Ooh. maybe played by a different actor, maybe with some prosthetics to make it look a little bit more like Hugh Jackman, and you can slow fade those prosthetics away, and then you have your new it's actor cool as Wolverine. Um, number two, I was really hoping for a Sabretooth fight or Sabretooth to show up oh, man, all that'd in been, this movie. Oh, Whether it be Tyler Main or Lee Schreiber, I don't care. Just a Sabretooth. And that would have been, X-24 would have been the perfect way to go about that. Right? Just because you Tyler, just had that Tyler Main would be like cranking Professor X though at this point because he's like a pretty old dude now. Yeah. <laughs> if it was Tyler Main. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. Yeah. But I mean, or like, just get Lee Schreiber to do it. I mean, he's, yeah. is, did Ray Donovan end? I think it ended, didn't it? Ray Donovan? Like, yeah. What else is he doing now? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. He's available. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's 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 available he for like the next screen installment. Like, <laughs> come on, like bring him in here. Uh, but that I thought would have been great. I would have loved a final fight and the death of Wolverine to maybe be like a similar Doomsday versus Superman fight where mm -hmm. they just go at it and they tear at it so hard that they both end up dying. I think that would have been like just a really cool fight. Pretty much the only thing I didn't like about the movie was the whole uh, bringing the X-Men comics into it. And even though those comics were specifically made for the movie, yeah. I thought it was very odd. Yeah. I thought it was Fox saying, we are never going to do these goddamn suits. We're never going to do anything mm. from the stuff that you love. We're doing our own thing and we're having the main character call it stupid. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a huge slap Good in the point. face. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he's Very like, oh, point. all this did happen, but it didn't happen like this. I and mean, we didn't look like that. This is this is it fiction. Was, I mean, it was like basically him like poking fun at the Marvel Universe also. You, uh, you can't save the world wearing a leotard. Yeah. 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 Shots fired. At and it was and it was it was ridiculous. I, I thought it was very very jarring. How, how was that for everyone else seeing the comic? Well, even though again these comics were specifically made for the movie, but then him staring at himself from how we know him. I didn't mind it too much. Um, I thought that it was a more of Fox saying hey, this is a different kind of movie. Hmm. This is not the kind of stuff that you're going to see. We're going to be more brutal. We're going to be more real. Um, that's the way I kind of saw it, is doing that. I didn't mind that they kind of addressed the fact that it was a comic. I thought it, uh, it was interesting. For me, it just felt like um, dying thrashing coming from just a wounded animal at its, like, <laughs> it's just like Jeez, or, or even even, even uh, another way to put it it was the kid at the playground that scuffed his knee and he is upset about it i'm not understanding I'm any not, of these i'm not you know understanding these it's it's fox going i'm not playing with you guys anymore you cheat mm. and they're just trying to take what's great about the marvel cinematic <laughs> universe and drag it through the mud by calling it stupid and saying this is not how things happen and you can't fight in a leotard um, because, well, they're not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they're taking what we love about the comic books and the the iconic looks of all these costumes, right? And they're transferring them very well into live medium, and Fox couldn't do that. Fox's big idea was <laughs> the Matrix. Make yeah. them look like they're from the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those all-black costumes. And even things that they tried to get through into live action, like um, Wolverine's hair, for example didn't work like you go back look at, X, look at the first x-men movie that oh does it looks not work. so ridiculous it doesn't so work. ridiculous and then eventually they figured it out where they're like well he's just gonna have like crazy like wild hair like it's just unkempt that's all that that works right that also could be a transformation of the character of wolverine himself but having the foresight to maybe not have that kind of hair and that be the one thing that you kind of keep going i don't know 
Jason. Does that suggest that he was using a ton of product? Like when he All first... the product. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you notice 17 years ago there was no product available to buy? Is in Hugh Jackman's hair. That's why I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, know, that's why. Put hair gel on my hair and stuff. You yeah. could have been Wolverine. <laughs> you could have been Wolverine. Except that Hugh yeah, Jackman but he took it all. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just thank God it wasn't Russell Crowe because who knows how much <laughs> would have been used then. I was not entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Um, so, moving right along, um, what did you guys think about X twenty three? Oh man, she Mike, was badass. Yeah, yeah. Um, more successful than her comic book counterpart in terms of, or more successful. Let me rephrase that. Um, did you like her better than her comic book counterpart? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Mike, have you have you read uh, the X twenty three? Comics? I, you know, I never read too much with X-23 because when it came out, it was like a Wolverine clone. She was females. Never, never interests me to really like pick up an issue and read it. So um, you know, I can't really necessarily compare her with X-23 in the comics. But, you know, her as a, as a character, uh, you know, one thing that we thought was really cool was the fact that she started out badass and maintained that like pretty much throughout. Um, it wasn't like... She didn't need to like, you know, come to terms with you know who she was or or you know this or that. She was just like a killer, and that's who she yeah. was. I and she just, that. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I like to too because they usually do that with like uh, certain female characters. Like they have to prove themselves to be a certain way, like what right. they do with uh, Supergirl on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I reference that sometimes, but like, listen, it, it could be good. It could be good because I, I, I cannot I, be good. It could it be is. good. They just need the right people. It's beyond, that. but but like every episode, she has to like prove herself that she can do the job. They're like, oh, well, you have powers, mm. but like you're still a girl. <laughs> like that's every episode. And every episode, she's to be like, no, I'm more than that. I have a brain, and it's just like, oh god, who's writing this? And you find out yeah. it's like it's mainly women writers, so it's really weird. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we would have cut them both. Dude, X twenty three would destroy absolutely. Hell yeah! Right. Like Julian. Now, this girl has like that adult thousand yard stare. Yeah. yeah like, 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 like she, she's like a fifty year old man who's been through war. She's staring through her eyebrows. All... Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. No mercy. No mercy. Um, I now, now, wait, but like, uh, she because people were asking, can she grow? Isn't the adamantium only on her claws? And not her in entire comic, skeleton? Yeah, I think it's only on her claws, isn't it? Uh, I don't like X-23. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Casey said that. Yeah, it's only on her claws. And okay. it's like just a, way, a better way of controlling her. Because they can still break her bones. Yeah. yeah. Control her and was just fucked up. So, so the answer is, yeah, she'll be able to grow. Because even though she's a kid, the adamantium is not on her entire skeletal structure. She's it's just claws. on her claws. And when she gets to be an adult with fully grown X-23, then they just like inject it and put it in and then you're just like yep now you're adamantium full-fledged don't worry. <laughs> now you're don't no, worry. just gonna repo you, you and put adamantium on your uh, skeleton you first final, final um no i mean i tried to read some of the x23 comics that we did last week from club and i made it like five pages in and i was like this is not good oh, i made it further than you <laughs> this you made it way further than me oh yeah, yeah. but like this x23 right. definitely seemed more tragic Absolutely. yeah like it was just yeah. like it was just like some kid who got her like her childhood robbed from her. She didn't even know she was a child. Like Michael yeah. Jackson. <laughs> and like it's just like the the story and there's like a duality with it where they're just like basically taking Mexican girls and that's where they were being born from and they're just killing them at the end, just like getting rid of them so they never even found a body, so that makes it even worse. Right. You know. 
And it's just, it's just very tragic. And the only love she's ever had were her other fellow mutants, which hopefully will be the new X-Men. And also that nurse. That nurse was her mom. That was her mother. That's who she grew with. Right. And it's a tragic story, but she was still a badass bloodthirst. So she's the first scene where, not the first scene, but where like those three like guys go into like the little warehouse to find her. And all of a sudden you just hear, her, you always just hear him scream and she just walks out her backpack all badass. It's like, oh, shit's going to go down. And I love the guy that, that comes to clutch her. He's just like, all right, everybody, don't, don't fire. No, no, put the claws away. No, no like no, he's no. like, I see what she can do. <laughs> do you think that's how he lost his arm in the first place? And that's how they all I think lost so. Their shit. Yeah. That's how they all lost their limbs in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the movie, you know how they say like the term the gloves are off? The fucking limbs were off. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the gloves. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's, that's the one thing about the Reavers that they never they never kind of explain. They yeah. don't explain why they have all these cybernetics. Like in the comics, they do it because mutants are a threat, and they're you know kind of worried about that, so they kind of enhance themselves cybernetically. And here, you just they're just cannon fodder. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like here, chop my arm off. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I got another one. And it sounds like they have a cool backstory too. Like mutants are a problem, so they like. Purposefully mutate, like uh, mutilate themselves, yep. and put on uh, armor and different arms, and so that—that's pretty badass. Like that should be explored a little bit, you yeah. know, maybe in the flashbacks or something. Or yeah, yeah, but it never will did happen. Any, that's it. Did so, anybody it. feel that? Because I love the Reavers; they're one of my favorite characters from the comics, and I was so it was like really exciting for me to see them on screen. I like Donald Pierce. Oh um, man! I mean, he really caused a lot of havoc in the comics, um, and I felt like he was really badass up until kind of the end when they're like, hey, it's the end of the movie. We're just going to kill you now. Because, like, he never he never does. Yeah, that, right? like, that was very shoehorned in. Like, we need you to go away, but we don't know of a way to do that because you're kind of larger than life in this movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, he the way he dies is cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but it was almost like, you know, I almost felt like he, he never he never fall over. He never did anything. He just yeah. kind of was always, like, kind of in the background being it's like, I'm badass. Yeah, while being very ceremonious at the same time, <laughs> he, was, he was just like a badass supervisor in this movie. <laughs> He's like, "All right, all you plug employees, we need to get this uh, girl and uh, this guy's in the way." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought the final showdown was going to be between like you know uh, Logan and, and and him. You know, I thought he was going to bust out some crazy cybernetic stuff that maybe we didn't even see, and there's going to be some huge battle. Not, not like Wolverine versus Wolverine, which I did like. I did like Logan fighting himself. I thought I was going to like it. Yeah, but I was like. I think because I was not, I was, when they first show him, and there's this big, like, da da da, like, you know, da da thing. And I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Is that, is that just a CG Jack? Right. Am I watching Tron? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they thought of that, like, uh, to put butts in seats, because if people go see this movie, and other brother people who are skeptical and on the wall not seeing it, someone who saw the movie is going to be like, dude, fucking, like, Logan fights Logan. Like, Wolverine fights Wolverine in this movie, man. Oh, I'm going to go see that. Yeah, yeah like, like Joey Tough Nuts is just sitting there going, hey, guys, you got it. You got to see this movie, all right? No, there's there's no boobies. Don't. No, there's no boobies. Yeah, no. But, but. There is it's, boobies. It's, there is boobies. Oh, yeah, not like a, Like, right in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Uber driver. <laughs> Yeah, when, oh, he's, when, yeah he, when he's like the Uber driver in that crisis. Guys, 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 there's boobs. And the best thing of all, they have the best fight in the world. Wolverine versus Wolverine. Like, he freaking fights himself, dude. He fights another Wolverine. He's got a little baby Wolverine. It's like, it's like they took that comic that I made that nerd draw for me in high school, and they put it on the film. It was great. Claw and claw action is, is, is freaking cool, dude. It's wicked ad. 
but <laughs> but uh, it's it's crazy because uh, also it's crazy because uh, I was in a movie theater where like uh, parents took their children. This uh, is not a kids movie. No. This is not a kids movie in not any sense all. of the word. And one of my buddies who we went with has kids. And I was like, would you show your daughters this movie? They're like six and eight or, or something. And then like a very, very young one. And he's like, I would not take my daughters to yeah, this movie. No. Kids no. should not be here. Dude, at one point, at one point, this kid was like crying. You heard this little kid cry <laughs> when, when Wolverine was fighting Wolverine towards the end and Hugh Jackman's getting messed up. He's getting all bloody, you know, because he's, he's losing the fight. He's old. And this kid is literally crying in the theater because he sees his <laughs> This movie would have been the Superman 3 for me, like, if I was a kid now. Like, when I watched Superman 3 when I was a kid, when they all turn into robots at the end, like, it, it, had, it gave me nightmares for, like, for, like, weeks. This would have, yeah, this would have been the equivalent for that, yeah. for a six-year-old. Yeah, I I fortunately, so I, I went to, like, the sketchy theater up the street for me, because uh, super easy to get to, and on Tuesdays, it's only five bucks, so it was great. Yeah, uh, it's so great that you can hear the other movie soundtrack. Just, just you know, the quiet parts of your movie. Uh, I didn't see any kids, which is great because I was just like, I it, even though it's like a like a kind of a sketchier kind of a theater, I was like, you know what, the sketchy people aren't bringing their kids here. Maybe there's we, hope we for have, humanity yet. And then I hear in surge about like you know talking about kids in the theater. Oh my god, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, you had kids yeah. in your theater too, Mike? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh we had my somebody, god! Somebody brought like their like six year old daughter, and I'm like, this is not the movie this for is, her to be here. They yeah. end really quickly not... by the end of that movie. Yeah, yeah, they turn to next twenty three. But... <laughs> 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 What's funny is that there, you know, there's no, there was no kids in my theater that I went to, but you know, this movie does kind of turn into be like Hook, right? Like you have these kids, all these little kids that sure. run like oh, yeah, anything about that? <gasps> yeah, yeah the, the Lost Boys, the Lost yeah. Boys, yeah. And then you know, like you have your Rufio, right? He's like the older kid who's like you know issuing medicine to everybody like that. He's, he's fucking taking care of them while they're all here. <laughs> they're waiting for Peter Pan to come back. Oh, it's so, so we had this question on our show, and this is something I want to ask you guys. What about Canada made it so safe? They never explained. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk to our Canadian, well, well, Canadian we, expert here. We have, a resident, we have a, a resident Canadian here, so... Uh, <laughs> Canadian is there expert, like like guys. is there like like what happens if they cross that like that invisible line that's the border that yeah. would would like Donald Pierce and everybody be like oh whoa whoa we can't whoa we, we can't, can't go there now yeah what and happens the, is they're so over there now you if know you've ever been to it's the like the Springfield Shelbyville line like what is it like you know <laughs> like, a, not sure a Mountie that's sitting um, on the on the border right and he yeah, just shuffles across just one and he goes oh so sorry 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> and, like, if you're not kind enough you don't get in. <laughs> There's like no need for a wall like or anything. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't get in. Please leave Canada. And like he just, you know, just kind of gestures you out of there. He doesn't touch it because that's take a picture of you on the out. But that's all they need, so they're safe. They don't need mutants. They don't need weapons. They just need ones. So at the border is kindness. Yeah, they kill with kindness, and kindness. Then, they, then they then they pass away after you apologize. <laughs> <laughs> the face, their face, like melts. Out, back, please. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's funny how they they put they put uh, Eden in in Canada. They're just like, oh, uh, we go up there and uh, there's paradise for mutants and stuff like that. And uh, it's crazy too because the location they picked. Uh, when the older boy was showing X-23, like, oh, do you see that mountain pass through there, through there is the promised land. It's like, wow, this guy's like Moses right now. And uh, it's weird because you can't see what's beyond that. But he's promising beyond that is like a safe haven for all of us where like we won't be touched. It's like, was something built there? For us the mutants like, yeah. that we don't see? Hockey rings. Yeah. <laughs> Hockey rings. 
Um, I don't understand why you guys are laughing. Uh, <laughs> and, and Brendan Fraser's up there, right? No. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, man. That guy doesn't know how to clap. He doesn't know how to clap. Yeah, I got to see you guys. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it just it's it's kind of funny that like they make Mexico seem like stereotypical Mexico, right? Like like in any like even Breaking Bad, you see it. It's just like. Shades of orange the whole time. And like yeah, really dusty. Is that the yellow grass. tent? No, yeah. no grass well, anywhere. Except... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like the old. Every time they show, it's like the old west. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And then you go through like America, and it's just kind of like it's just America, right? It's normal. It's, it's normal. And then Canada is just like heaven. That's, that's all. Canada's just wilderness. There's nothing. There's nothing up there. Grass. It's too much w- hey, wood. You know, the U.S. is just Canada's Mexico, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. The real chosen people. That that's a that's a, a very uh, fair point. And speaking about fair points, guess it, it's about that time for our infamous secret question. That was beautiful. Patent pending. So tonight we got to talk about uh, for issue number ninety. And ninety guys, dude. Ninety whole Nine. issues. Nine zero. That is a lot of issues. Episodes to put. Even out. more than daddy issues. <laughs> That's for you. So this question that you're going to ask us, I can't even. Work. It's all about quantity. I mean, your house. It's all about quantity. It's all about quantity, not quantity. That's what. That's what. Question. So we're talking about. We talked about the good, um, the great. And mild disappointments throughout this whole kind of movie. Um, gentlemen, uh, if you were to create an end cap story for your favorite superhero that's already been portrayed in movies, who would that hero be? I just pulled that out of nowhere. I didn't even have to stall that much. Mm. Uh, we're going to start with Mike because he's our guest. And we've got to be polite, guys. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Put you here. on the spot um, too, because he's also making the most movement. <laughs> well, we're gonna probably see it uh, when they make the new Indiana Jones movie. Okay. So we're gonna see we're gonna see an end cap movie. Oh, I forgot Jones that's being made because I think Harrison yeah. Ford's killing off all of his. Yeah, he doesn't want to do anything anymore. He <laughs> wants to sit in white. Like, like, farewell tour. He's going through his uh, whole portfolio. He's uh, like, nope. He's not a superhero, but. <laughs> But he, that would be my end cap because I'm like thinking to myself like I'm a, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but I don't want to like I don't want to see any of these. I don't want to see anybody age. Like I really don't. Like, yeah. I, I hate seeing like bands I grew up with like they look old now, and that just reminds me. So no, no, I don't want to see anybody. Indiana Jones. Uh, I'm gonna go with the president from Air Force One. Go. Uh, Sergio, what about you, my friend? Oh man. Uh, let's see here. I mean, yeah, Mike makes a good point. I don't want to see anyone age and die, but it's gonna happen. But an end cap story. I mean, I, I don't want to say I Green didn't Lantern because I'm excited. An end cap story. I said I'm gonna die. Yeah, but end cap stories. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're gonna die pretty much. Um, I would want to say I want to say Green Lantern, but the Green Lantern core is gonna come out. Maybe I don't know Fantastic Four because I don't that care about be, them that much. That would be really cool if you have like, like any like Hal Jordan. I would say is probably one of my favorites. Imagine him in a, a story similar to the Hulk's, and like as he's the only one left. He's the last Green Lantern. Earth is like exploded from some crazy thing, and he just has to wander <laughs> the cosmos alone. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. That would be really cool. 
And that'd be cool. But then you want to see more of him doing uh, Space Justice. Yeah, then they just replace uh, him. Um, they just replace him with someone else. And then it's just... Chris he's now Zach Efron. Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, what happens is he falls into a flat hole and then he actually just rewrites time. And then... Yeah, that's all it is. And then, he, then he's fine. Matthew McConaughey's... Now. Matthew McConaughey's Hal Jordan now. Greenland, yeah. Someone's on to Emma Stone. And they start dancing together. <laughs> yeah! Uh, and then they win an award, but not really. It's another movie. He plays on the ring. Lincoln. 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 Before you anybody told me he was like cute. Power ring. <laughs> uh, Doc Chris, what about you? I really want to see Captain America signing his immigration papers to Canada. Oh, God. End of story. That's the end. That's it. He's no longer Captain America. He's Captain Canada. He's Captain Canada. God damn it. But uh, he's going to start at the bottom again, right? So he's got to be like... Lieutenant private? Private Canada. And he's very secretive about his past life in America. So it's like yeah. uh, it works in two ways. Instead he's very like, private and in Canada. Huh? Eh? <laughs> Instead of like all the, the, bat, the Batman, like, you know, pow, whoopers, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, so he's the one at the border on Logan. Sorry. He's 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 climbing his way <laughs> up the ranks and he's the one that's going, sorry, you can't come in. I'm sorry. Like, sorry. Like sorry. Mountain now. <laughs> it's he's the most mountain. No, no, Canada. Steve Rogers. Steve, that's gotta be French. Oh Steve God, Rogers. Steve Rogers, he's the goddamn cell phone network up there. <laughs> uh Dave, what about you, my friend? What Dan pops in mind is like a really good end cap story with Luke Skywalker. Mm. Which can happen probably in episode eight or even episode nine. He could be the last yep. Jedi. Nope, it's, it's, it's plural. Jedi. I have proof. But, um, proof. <laughs> but basically, I just a good end cap story. I don't want to see him go like Obi Wan, just taking his like saber up and whatever, or just like any of the other like Jedi. I want to see him go like battle, have to go into dark side just to defeat an enemy, and then realize he's dark side and just let himself die. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, Optimus Primal Megatron kind of thing in Beast Machines. Optimus Primal in the middle of the fight realizes that the only way that Megatron is going to stay dead is if he dies with him because Megatron is the balance of the universe to Optimus Primal. So mm. where, whenever there is good, there will be evil. So they both go plummeting to their death. That's deep. Tell me you hate me. <laughs> I hated that so much. Um, I feel... I, I, no, you haven't gone yet, Jay's Mag, and I feel like you have because Chris just talked about Canada for like 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> uh, but Jay's Mag, what about you? So it's not necessarily... You must see the end of Alpha Flight. Alpha <laughs> 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 um, I actually wanted to see Justin Chatwin uh, fly into the sun as Goku um, from Dragon Ball. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, it took me a minute. Just so it can never happen. That movie yeah. never happened. That movie never happened. Why do I remember it so <laughs> So horrible. It was a fever dream. Because David, Days of Future <laughs> passed out. You had a, yeah. <laughs> Someone somewhere went back in time and shifted something. And now Jace Max is the only one that remembers Dragon Ball Evolution. Somebody broke a teacup. And Dragon Ball Evolution happened in my, in my reality only. <laughs> Terrible. Fuck. That's horrible. Um, I'm going to disagree with you, Mike. I want to see a, a live action adaptation of Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man The End. Okay. Because I really yeah. liked that book. That was like the Dark Knight Returns for Spider-Man. Sure. And it was okay, fairly well done. Kari Andrews? Kari Andrews, yep. right? Yeah, Kari, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. That was a great one. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, I have it in one of these boxes somewhere. You're more than welcome to dig it up. Uh, but it was just really cool. It was very... Uh, the art style was interesting for the kind of story that it was. Uh, but essentially, you know, the end of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, old man kind of thing. So... I really dug oh, that. I'd love to see it. Even if it's like the Andrew Garfield one and his final like hurrah and like just recast him with someone else because he's going to be old or whatever. Um, just to get an end cap to that universe too. Not that it Bruh. needs it, but like, man, would it be just really like satisfying to see like the Tobey Maguire verse and like the Andrew Garfield verse just like die? <laughs> I guarantee you if they did if they ever did that movie though they would still show you the origin of spider-man for the first oh my god they would they would even though it's too. the end they would like relive it in a flashback it's it's like, those executives you have to put it in the movie it's got to be in there how do people don't people don't get yeah people don't get it otherwise i mean okay Bruce Wayne, you have jk simmons playing an old spider-man and the tables have turned what you have hated oh my god Awesome. So, guys, that's it. We're uh, just at about time. That's all the time we have for tonight. Well, everyone, thank you for stopping by the Backyard Funky Podcast. Uh, we have a special guest star, Mr. Mike Dolce. Uh, Mike, where can people find you when, where, and all the medium? Find us uh, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. That's our live show. And uh, the podcast goes up. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, S-I-R-E. And uh, you can stream the live show there and um, get the podcast on iTunes go to soundcloud.com slash secrets of the sire and you can get us there as well nice uh, and as always we had our wonderful cast kind of joining us and we're live in my makeshift studio kind of thing yeah this is great yeah. this is great uh, everyone stay tuned to badcoyotyfunky.com twitch.tv slash badcoyotyfunky youtube.com slash badcoyotyfunky PAX East is this weekend gentlemen and it's going to be knuckin Bananas. I know it doesn't make sense. My brain's fucking bananas. Knucking, knucking fuzz. Knucking fuzz. That's what we're doing. Come on, man. That's, that's what we're. It's the wrap up. <laughs> uh, remember to jo join us live each and every Thursday night here at twitchtv funky uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we talk about something you love each and every week, and we have a great cast, so you should definitely tune in. Everyone, we'll see you next time, or we will see you another time. Or never. Hey. hey! It's not a thing! It's, it's not a thing. thing. It's like been a thing for 90 years. Not a thing. It's the worst thing. 90 weeks it's been a thing. It's not a thing. Actually, at least. Actually, it's, not, know, it's not a thing. Not a thing. Never gonna give you up. No.